You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley with you after another night and another win for the Atlanta Braves, who are starting to get themselves back on track. After losing the first two games in their homestand, they have bounced back to take the finale against the Cardinals and open a three-game series with a win over the Pirates in convincing fashion with, yes, more home runs and also some good pitching that helped the Braves pick up an 8-2 victory over Pittsburgh to open up this three-game series. We'll get into all of that. The Ronald Acuna Jr. show continued. Bryce Elder had a good start. The Braves offense manufactured some runs. Uh, with some non-home runs, which is uh, it wouldn't be news, I think, maybe last year. But this year's offense is just kind of a different animal. And we found that out again. They have another way to beat you, and the Braves can do it by keeping the ball in the park. So go figure. Lots of different ways to win and a very talented offense. An 8-2 victory is what they picked up in Game 1. So lots to talk about with that. And we'll also get you set for the middle contest of this series on a Saturday in which the Braves will be honoring one of the greatest to ever put on an Atlanta uniform as Andrew Jones gets his number 25 retired. We'll get into all of that shortly. Before we get started, though, I want to remind you to subscribe right here on YouTube to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you click that bell. You'll get a notification every time we drop a new episode. And, of course, make sure you leave us a like, a comment, share the show with a friend. We appreciate that. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. As I mentioned, Braves in the win column again. Game number 140 of the year. How did we get here? We have made it to the middle of September and the Braves are at least early to mid-September, I guess I should say. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. By the time they get to mid-September, the Braves may be putting another banner up for another division title. But as they took a step closer to that, a couple steps closer to that tonight, let's jump inside the line score and the box score of this one. Atlanta with eight runs, 12 hits, no errors, eight men left on base. Braves now 92-48 and 48 on the season. Pirates dropped to 65-76, and 76, two runs, just six hits, one error, and four men left aboard. Bryce Elder picked up the win. Seven innings of two-run ball for him. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Mitch Keller was on the receiving end of most of the Braves' offense as he takes his ninth loss against 11 wins. No save in a game that was a very brisk two hours and 14 minutes. 40,452 filed into Truist Park on a Friday night to see that one. And what they saw was a very well-rounded and very quick Braves' victory. Bryce Elder got this start, seven innings, two runs. They both came on one swing of the bat by Jake Sawinski, who had a home run in the sixth inning. That two-run shot broke up the shutout, but otherwise there is not a lot that you would find wrong with this Bryce Elder start. Only four hits, only one walk, nine strikeouts for Bryce. So he had the strikeout pitch working, and he was able to put together one of his better starts of the second half and another encouraging one to see as he builds off of what was a very good start the last time out against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you just want to see him closing out the year strong because you know that the big innings are ahead for this club in the month of October. And you'd like for Bryce Elder to be a factor in that. And to be a factor, he needs to pitch a lot like he did in his all-star form of the first half. And I think that Bryce has done a pretty good job of that the last couple of times out. It hasn't been the most dominating. It's not a Spencer Strider start. It's not a Max Fried start. But Bryce Elder knows what he needs to do to succeed. And I think he did a nice job of executing pitches and having the ball sink and, and run away from these Pittsburgh hitters the way that it needed to to pick up this victory. And, and as far as what you need to pick up a victory, well, that's run support. And the Braves were able to provide an awful lot of that. And they did so in kind of a, I wouldn't call it a, a fashion that they haven't used this year, but typically 
When the Braves put a crooked number up on the board, somebody's leaving the ballpark. But when the Braves put up three runs, make that four runs in their third inning rally, it was a bunch of singles that were getting the Braves on the board. An inning later, things would change quite a bit. Ronald Acuna Jr., I told you the show continues for him. He was three for four on this night, on base all five times, reached on an error to start the evening, belted his 35th home run of the year. That came in the fourth. Eddie Rosario also went deep in that fourth inning. And for Ronald, he now has 90 runs batted in. He added an RBI single a little bit later in the game, one of his three hits. He continues to lead Major League Baseball in on-base percentage. That's 414 on the season. He broke out of his little mini cold spell and in a big way the last couple of nights. Two home runs against the Cardinals in the finale, another home run against the Pirates, and these have been absolute cannon shots. Not that you were ever wondering if Ron Lacuna Jr. was going to need to hit a couple of fence scrapers to get the power game going. He is hitting some pretty convincing home runs, as Ron Lacuna Jr. is known to do. But on base five times, as I mentioned, 90 runs batted in now out of the leadoff spot. That's impressive. Puts him in line with 22 games to go for a very good chance at 100 runs batted in. He's on that pace. And he's leading Major League Baseball with 127 runs scored. That is just four away from matching Dale Murphy's modern club record for the Atlanta Braves set back in 1985. So impressive stuff for Ron Lacuna Jr., who is now on pace for 41 home runs and 74 stolen bases. And I think you can pretty much point to this MVP case that Ronald is making as being maybe built around the power and speed, but it has an awful lot of other things going for it. And I've gone back and tried to look at some different stats that let you know just how good Ronald is. A lot of people look at the 30-60 club and feel like, okay, well, he started a club. Or you could quite simply look at it that Ronald Acuna Jr. has stolen the most bases in baseball history for any hitter that has ever hit 30 homers. That's the club that he's in because he could be to 70 stolen bases before the season is over with 22 games left to go. As I went back and was digging into his stats and the things that make it such an impressive year for him, I found this one. Ronald Acuna Jr. is just the fifth player since 1920 to be batting 330 or better, and I know the season's not over yet, and have 60 or more stolen bases. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is the only man in baseball history to hit 330 with 60 or more steals and at least 20 home runs. That's the kind of thing that he's doing. He is starting his own clubs. You know, Somebody may join these at some point. I don't know if it was that easy to steal all these bases. I would have imagined somebody else would be doing it at the rate that Ronald is doing it. But it's just one of the things that he does so well. And I think we're seeing the best version of Ronald Acuna Jr. and a version that many people may not have even believed could exist. I don't know if Ronald knew it was going to be quite this good this year, but he has been putting on an absolute clinic and it has been a lot of fun to watch. And we've got three more weeks worth of regular season to watch it and to see if he's able to finish off an MVP campaign with perhaps the greatest 40-40 season in baseball history. He needs just five home runs to get there. And if you're curious, his career high is 41 home runs. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him set a new career high as far as all that's concerned. But that's what's going on with Ronald Acuna Jr. It's all good. It's a lot of fun, and we've enjoyed watching it. Eddie Rosario also homered in this game. He is two for four, knocked in three runs, scored a couple of runs. And how about Orlando Arcia? He had really cooled off in the month of August, like the last couple of weeks or so in that month or right there in the middle. And he was in the midst of a four for 49 slump at one point over a 14-game span, but the Braves went 11-3. and And that, I think, speaks to the fact that Different guys at different times can go cold for this team, and it doesn't necessarily take away the offensive firepower and the muscle that this club has. And I know that 
RC is not typically looked upon as the guy who gets the big hits and hits all the home runs, but he's come through in the clutch quite a bit, and he picked up a three-hit game, which was very good to see. Maybe that'll get him on a bit of a hot streak to close out the season and have him playing his best ball and feeling his best at the plate as the Braves head towards October. A double, a run batted in, and a run scored for him. Uh, Matt Olson had another good game, two for three with a walk, but his four-game homer streak comes to an end. He's still got a major league leading 47 of those, so uh, an opportunity to add to those, perhaps on a night in which he is going to be chasing Andrew Jones for that single-season Braves home run record of 51, set back in 2005 by Andrew. How about a Matt Olson long ball on a night that Andrew Jones gets his number retired? That's happening on Saturday at the ballpark, and it'll be a lot of fun to catch up with Andrew and some of his other great Braves teammates who I'm sure are going to be on hand as this long overdue honor is bestowed upon the greatest center fielder in Braves franchise history. Matt Olson, meanwhile, has put himself on quite the list. As I talked about in the postcast yesterday, only Andrew Jones has hit more home runs than Matt Olson in a single season among Braves hitters. And Matt is tied with Eddie Matthews and Henry Aaron with 47 home runs, the second most uh, ever hit in a single season by a Braves hitter. A couple of Hall of Famers, a couple of baseball legends, one of which I think is one of the greatest players who ever played this game, of course, in Henry Aaron. Travis Darno, one for four, a couple of runs knocked in for him as the Braves offense was very well-rounded on this night. But Ronald Acuna Jr., I think he just sets the tone and really sets the pace for the Braves lineup. When he's going well, it's a chance to be a big night, a big inning, a couple of big innings, and a big night. Uh, all of those things were in play against the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, on this evening. The Braves, with their two home runs, give them 272 as a club on the year. And that brings them just seven away from the National League record set by the Los Angeles Dodgers in 2019, 279 home runs. I don't know if the Braves will have this wrapped up by the weekend, but with five homer nights against the Cardinals in the finale of that series, you can't necessarily rule it out. They could get there in a hurry, but on the road trip, as the Braves head out to see the Phillies, they could be setting a little bit of National League history. And of course, looking to uh, deal the Phillies another blow or two in closing out the National League East race, which at this point, is kind of academic, I would say. The magic number for the Braves has shrunk all the way down to eight with Atlanta's win over the Pirates and a Philadelphia Phillies loss on Friday night as well. So a lot of good things going on there. We're going to talk a little bit about game two of this series on Saturday. But before we do that, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors as this episode of the Braves postcast is brought to you by FanDuel. And FanDuel gives you incredible offers for this NFL season because they are America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet that $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use. Be on everything from spreads to player props and more. You'll find it there. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. The Braves got a good medical update on Austin Riley, who, of course, was sick in the finale against the Cardinals. He was out of the lineup, got a chance to see Austin out there taking batting practice and getting himself ready. Brian Snitker said he was available off the bench. Thankfully, just a 24-hour bug. That's all they were dealing with with Austin Riley. So I would imagine we'll see him back in the lineup this weekend and as soon as Saturday against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So a good update on the medical front right there. Braves and Pirates will meet again on Saturday. Atlanta... Uh, Splitting that four-game series with Pittsburgh would love to go ahead and salt away this series by winning each of the first two contests. They're going to dip back down into the minor league ranks and bring up left-hander Dylan Dodd 
He is 2-1 and one on the season and five games started for the Braves. 740 ERA. It's been very, no pun intended, hit or miss for Dylan Dodd, but the Braves offense backing him up uh, could put a nice big crooked number up on the board and make it a little bit easier for the young left-hander. Right-handed pitcher Johan Oviedo is going to be on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's 8-14, a 427 ERA for him. 7.20 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch at Truist Park. Again, it's going to be a big night at the ballpark. Andrew Jones is going to be getting his number retired. That, I think, will be a lot of fun to look into. If you're a Braves fan and you're in the area and you have a chance to see one of these things, they only happen about every 10 years or so, so you kind of owe it to yourself to make any plans you can to get down to the ballpark and check things out. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you about another one of our great sponsors. That is Jace Medical. And at Jace Medical, things are simple. You go online, you fill out the form, then you get your prescription, life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have that medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Be sure you check them out today. Braves and Pirates meeting in game two of the series. 7.20 p.m. Eastern time again is the first pitch. It'll be interesting to see what Dylan Dodd has to offer. And as we know, the Braves are going to be utilizing some of their minor league arms to help reset the rotation, give guys some rest as they need them, uh, need to give it to them. And there's also this weekend going to be another minor league start happening on Sunday for Kyle Wright. So something else we'll be keeping an eye on. Once Kyle gets through the fourth start, it will be kind of the Braves' call to decide, does he need a fifth? He got to 50 innings in his Tuesday start, the third rehab start, and it was a pretty sharp one for AAA Gwinnett. He'll be on the mound for the Stripers on Sunday, and we'll be eager to see how exactly Kyle Wright pitches, number one, responds to it after that, and what exactly the Braves decide that they want to do with Kyle Wright. But it's Dylan Dodd against Johan Oviedo in game two of the series, Braves and Pirates meeting on Saturday on a night that Andrew Jones will have his number retired, so make sure – you have the opportunity to check that out. And if you don't, well, a great place to hear all about it is right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Click the bell. You'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. Make sure that you leave us a comment, leave us a like. We appreciate those. Tell a friend. It helps the show grow. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, the Braves with an 8-2 win over the Pirates. That makes it back-to-back wins. Magic number to clinch the National League East is all the way down to 8 We'll be catching up with you as the weekend rolls on with the Braves and Pirates battling it out on Saturday and Sunday. And until then, I'm Grant McCauley. So long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 